Welcome to the Sonic Shaman Show, home of the Coffee Connect and Conscious Connections. The show is dedicated to empowering you to perceive, know, be, and express your unique voice in this world without the fear of judgment of others through healing, coaching, and educational services. In each episode, Hank and his guests offer tools, techniques, and inspiration to help you step into your potency. Now, here is your host, Hank Settela. Hello, everyone. I am so excited today to have this guest on. We were already talking before we went live, and I was like, we should have totally been talking about this on air. She has so much wonderful information uh, mm -hmm. to give us all. And it's my pleasure to introduce Yolanda. She's a spiritual coach, Reiki master, and owner and creator of the Evolving Spirit Experience and an integrated healing practice transforming lives by changing perspectives. And you guys hear me talk about it all the time, the lenses that we wear and how to start shifting them. But welcome. Thank you so much for being here. If you want to kind of give us your 30-second elevator speech of what you're all about. Oh, thank you, Hank, for this opportunity. And in terms of elevator speech, I change who I am daily. So I don't know that I have a prepared speech, but certainly my life experiences and my professional experiences have merged to allow me to work with individuals who are willing and open to look at life differently. We all have challenges that we have gone through, experiences that have changed us. And my way of looking at life is how can I take all of that stuff, all of that good information and use it for my highest good. And so my business is called Evolving Spirit because we are evolving at all times. When we talk about the spiritual journey or the spiritual process, I tell them you're in it right now. There's no particular place you got to get to. You're in it at all times. You are constantly evolving. Every moment that you are living is a part of that spiritual journey. And so when I'm working with clients, um, similar to what you do, I like to integrate all that I am in terms of the energy work that I do. I am also a massage therapist. Um, and as a Reiki master, I can work with individuals in a way in which they lead me into their greatest uh, healing and for their highest good. And so I'm excited to be here. And yeah, the discussion we were having before we even got on was so juicy. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll replicate that, but um, I am open uh, to allowing spirit to lead us in our discussion today. Yeah. And for anybody tuning in live, you are always welcome to ask questions, make comments. If you're listening on a replay, you can uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel and you'll get notifications when we go live. But we, I always love it for it to be interactive. So if you are inspired to ask a question, great. If not, I know sometimes people like to just zone out and just mm -hmm. listen to the conversation and absorb all the things that are being said. One of the things that I love that we talked about beforehand is the whole emphasis and, and really the topic for today is that people aren't broken. And everything that they think is wrong with them is perhaps just a possibility and opportunity. Could you expand a little bit about your viewpoint on that and how to shift these things that we look at as broken or wounds into things that are going to be healing and create possibility for us? Right. And so my definition of brokenness is any disruption in what you thought you knew. You know, I thought my parents were going to be my protectors, I thought that relationship was gonna work out, I thought I would be further in life. Any disruption in that thought process can cause a brokenness or what we perceive to be a brokenness. However, that brokenness, that opening, so to speak, could be exactly what needs to happen in order for us 
to get to the place that we really, really authentically want to be. And so, you know, when I say brokenness can be beautiful, I mean, it's beautiful information. Certainly the circumstances, the experiences, perhaps the trauma that have happened to us are not the beautiful part that I speak of, but how we perceive it, how we process it, um, that can be the beautiful part. You know, within my own life, there have been a series of things that have happened that caused me to really feel broken. But I will tell you, it was in those moments when I didn't have any thought process going on, <laughs> when everything was blown up, everything I thought to be true, I thought I knew, it allowed me the opportunity to see things differently and to create a new, new pathways in the way that I think, the way that I feel, and the way that I behave in the world. And I don't know that I would have come to that resolution in any other way. And so while I'm not thankful for those events, I now recognize and see how those events were the transformative energy that I needed to push me into the highest form that I can be in. Um, so any one of us who are feeling broken, certainly what we've been through in the past year can have a lot of people feeling broken because there's been an entire disruption of everything we thought we knew. Everything that we held within us to be the truth has been disrupted. And it can make a lot of people feel broken. And that broken can come up as isolation, abandonment, disappointment, all of those things that have a tendency to make us feel like we're wrong, that we did something. You know, we absorb that and we think, oh, well, that guy over there is having such a great life. There's gotta be something wrong with me when nothing could be further from the truth. Um, and so my work is centered around, let's talk about it. Oops. Let's talk about those things that make you feel, that make you think that you're broken. Definitely. And for me, uh, just to share one experience, when I got sober, like I was completely shattered. My whole world shattered in the moment that I actually started getting help. And with COVID, it's, it reminds me of if you ever watch the Star Trek things with the holograms, something just disrupted the hologram. People had this moment where reality got disrupted and they go, hmm, maybe there's something more. Maybe yeah. there's something more. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and to, to your point too, the things that were broken or things that kind of tear us uh, down a bit. I look at it as like the pressure and the trauma and drama that creates those pearls of wisdom or the diamonds in the rough that we then have to offer other people to be a service to them. Absolutely. You know, within a span of six years, there were a series of events in my life. My parents passed away, my marriage ended, and then my only son um, passed away. And so Every single one of those events created, just as you described, this disruption in what I thought I knew and what I thought would always be. And certainly um, all of those combined traumas, you know, for, for lack of a better word, put me on my butt. Um, <laughs> you know, even when I told myself, well, all you got to do is be happy. All you got to do is present yourself as happy and that'll be the thing. And I did that for so long, even created a business that was all about happy and I'm just gonna spread sunshine. And inside, it was not that way. It was chaos going on internally. And it wasn't until I really sat down and examined what the combined brokenness was not only doing to me internally, but how it was allowing me to show up inauthentically and knowing that that's not what I want. And certainly that's not what my loved ones would want for me. 
that was the moment where I started to examine my thought process and how I perceive things. Um, so our, our most difficult challenges have the potential to push us in a way that nothing else can. Absolutely. I just had a question then that started to leave me. Oh, for the people who, like for me, the thing that brought me out of it was this, this little mantra, self-pity and gratitude cannot coexist. And that was my thing every day, anytime I went to a place of being hard on myself to turn it into a statement of gratitude. There's sometimes that people are so in the thick of that trauma and drama and that being broken that it's hard for them to pull themselves out. As you've worked with people, has there been any any particular process that you've given people to help them start that process of pulling themselves out that you've seen work consistently for people? Yeah, so the, what worked for me um, and what I invite those that I work with to try is to stop listening to that voice that tells you you're broken and try to listen to other voices. So certainly things like this, when I didn't have my own language, I listened to podcasts, I listened to audiobooks. Um, Michael Singer's The Untethered Soul stayed on repeat and it was a point where I couldn't listen to anything else, but I needed to hear communication to stay connected um, because essentially I had dropped out of the world. I wasn't working. My, my brother was actually caring for me and my children. I really was in a state of just, none of this makes sense to me. I don't know what to do. I can't pull myself out. And so I re recognized and realized that I had to get support elsewhere. Um, and it came through the form of listening to personal development books, finding um, individuals who had had similar experiences. And within a little bit of those um, lessons, I found my own voice. It took some time. I'm not saying it's immediate, but for anyone that I work with, we usually go through a system where you have to create time for yourself. You have to have a spiritual practice. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. And I always ask, how are you nurturing yourself spiritually? And for some people, they don't have an answer or, you know, I, I, I say, you know, your spiritual practice is not supposed to be something that further makes you feel wrong about yourself. And so try everything, certainly prayer, meditation, but carving out time every single day to do something, to do something that feeds your spirit. And, you know, there are a number of ways in which people think they can do that that are harmful to our bodies, our minds, our spirit. But there are a whole wonderful host of ways in which we can uplift ourselves. Um, and so I like to work at least 30 days with people to make sure every single day you are carving out a, a particular time for yourself for some self-reflection, whether it's through journaling, through meditation, through prayer, through reading, through walking, exercising, what you are saying to yourself that I am important, that my mental, emotional, spiritual, physical healing is important. And so I've got to carve out some time for myself. And it'll, it'll, it may take some time, but you're building, you know, you're rebuilding your foundation, so to speak. And um, certainly the language, uh, Caroline Mace calls it holy language. The language in which you are using and the language that you allow mm -hmm. in your environment will probably have to shift it will probably have to shift into more holy language that speaks to your heart. And so it, when I'm telling people there's nothing wrong with you, I always ask, what kind of language are you using to speak to your heart? 
Is it the kind of language you would speak to someone else that you were in love with? Because if it's not, then you got to take a look at that. Um, and that can be difficult for some people um, because traditionally, you know, society tells us just be happy and numb that stuff with this, with that, distract yourself. But coming in contact and to touch with those places where you feel broken, I am telling you there's information for you there that is a part of and the catalyst for your healing. I did a video a while back. I called it to leap. And I was originally going to be talking about you have to leap and uh, have your parachute open to fly in your gifts. And then spirit told me it's more like a hot air balloon. And that the sand that tethers you are these things, these wounds, these things that are broken. But when you actually open that bag and take a look at it, it is actually fuel for that fire that lifts you. Mm -hmm. And you start to really dive in and use that to start lifting yourself up and to uh, to enlighten yourself to be able to go to whole new Tohu new heights and everything. I we do have a question from someone uh, listening, uh, or or maybe more of a statement. She said she started a daily habit tracker for things that she for things that she wants to prioritize, such as exercise, meditation, affirmations, and my favorite play. And that is so important to make yourself accountable by writing it down. Because if it's just in the mind, we have a tendency to just do something different or not really, you know, remain accountable or having an accountability partner. That's where having a coaching situation, like with what you do or what I do, you know, they're going to be like, did you do it today? And if you right. didn't, we're just going to give encouragement. We're never going to shit on someone, you know, right, a, right. I, I love how you said, I invite you to do this. Right. I invite <laughs> you, I offer, you know, and it gives you a visual of where you're at. And it's, it's, you know, along with the system that I use, we track, you know, some people are data driven. And so what is the data showing you? Is it showing you that um, you are consistent in this particular area? And if you're not, okay, that's information you can use. And so you're not wandering and thinking, why do I feel so bad today? Well, you haven't meditated in a couple of days. That, that could possibly be why. It's like, you know, I don't understand why these things keep happen to, happening to me. You haven't fed yourself spiritually in a couple of days. So absolutely, what um, that comment is spot on. Writing it down every single day lets it be, it lets it breathe, you know, it, it makes it real. And it's a, it's a reminder, again, not to shame you or make you feel like I'm still not doing it right, <laughs> but it says, I'm trying, I'm open, I'm willing, um, I'm becoming. <laughs> and people who know me, they, I'm a, I'm a word person with the energy behind words. And I would just invite everyone not to use a specific question why, like if you're in that space, one, yes, absolutely get back to your spiritual practice, but ask, well, what could I, what, what would create a different possibility here? Because the word why to the universe, it may be perceived as a looping question. And the universe says, well, here's another experience of why. And you have another experience show up. Well, why does this keep happening? And then the universe gives you another one where instead ask, what could I be and do here to create a different possibility? And the answer might be, go to your little list of things that you know, as your spiritual practice list. And uh, the fake Andrew, I call them, it says, when I'm bored, I can look at my habit list for something great to do. That is a, an amazing thing because it's like you're identifying all the tools in your toolbox that can create these possibilities for you. And then look at what other people are doing. Like both of us used like mindset over time to work and get out of the places that we were in. Mind with self-pity and gratitude cannot coexist. And it probably took a year for it to, for me to go from just saying it to feeling grateful for everything. Mm -hmm. But it right. happened. Right. Like it, it's important to stay the course. In 30 days, I bet you, you pick 30 days for a particular reason when you work with people. You know, as humans, 
we love to measure things. <laughs> and so I think as a society, we have gotten into the mindset that 30 days of doing anything creates a habit. And, and there are, you know, there are studies that say, if you consistently do something for this particular amount of time, it can form a habit. That may not be true for everyone, because certainly I know I can count on things that I've been doing for my entire life that have not been formed into a habit. Um, but again, because of the way in which our minds work, the, because of the way in which we absorb information, I like to use 30 days because it gives a measurement. Um, it gives a measurement. Now, someone else may say, oh, it's attached to this reason, this rhyme, and there probably is a deeper reason behind it. But for me, I like to keep it simple and to say, you know what, let's not think too much into this. 30 days is a good window, but it doesn't mean it's the only window. You know, I, as I say, the more we look at everything as an opportunity, we increase the possibilities. And so what we are doing is increasing possibilities by the way in which we see things as opportunities. And when we're talking about broken, one of the when we first connected, one of the other talking points that kind of goes in line with that is to start loving yourself completely, all the broken pieces, everything. And I assume, is it the same? Do you have similar tools to they kind of work in tandem, I would think, about loving yourself completely as well as um, looking at the broken things as possibility as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And again, talking about the language that we use for ourselves. Um, I had to change the way I saw myself. I had to change the way I, in which I talked to myself and the way I was showing up. You know, I'm an overdoer. I'm an overlover. I want to give, 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 even at the expense. In the past, that was my way, because that was the way that I believed you got love. You got to give, 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 so you can receive, receive, receive. However, I now know that if I just show up the way I am, loving myself as I am, anything that connects with that is going to come into my purview. And anything else is going to fall away because it's either, well, it's either going to be called up or it's going to say, you know what, that's way too much, or that's not where I'm at. And, and both of those things are fine. Both of those things are fine. And so when I say love yourself completely, you know, one of the things you said that brought you out of um, your brokenness, I had to recognize that I got to feel everything. I was so good at numbing my emotions. And I now realize that my emotions were my gift, all of them, <laughs> not just the happy, fuzzy, you know, happy ones, but all of the emotions. I, I have a right to be angry. I have a right to be disappointed. I have a right to every single emotion that springs up in my body. How I process it is my choice. And I wanna process those things that again, are going to honor me and honor the, the, the me that, I, that I'm becoming. But the numbing that I was doing, the overcompensating that I was doing was all trying to mask that brokenness, that pain. And now, even last night, you know, this emotion was coming up and I was trying to, like, you shouldn't feel that way. It's like, no, you feel that way for a reason. So let's look at it. Let's look and at it. And one thing for those who are listening, I know you can't see the screen, but you can connect with Yolanda. Her website mm -hmm. is Yolanda Tooley, did I pronounce it right? Dot com? Tool, 
tool, the tool. E-Silent. Oh, yes. the E-Silent. <laughs> but, but that's Y-O-L-A-N-D-A-T-O-O-L-E.com. And at Instagram, at Yolanda Evolves oh. is uh, her Instagram. And she has, if you go to her Instagram TV, there's a ton of videos posted. I actually watched a couple of them before uh, before I reached out to see if you wanted to be a, a guest on the show. And I was like, oh my goodness, you have so much to contribute. So I'm so grateful that you uh, said yes to coming on and everything. But definitely connect with her, check out her other content, and I'll post that again towards the, the end of our time. And if you have questions, please uh, ask them now, because we were planning to go about 25 to 30 minutes, uh, mm -hmm. and, and then we'll, we'll definitely be back for a part two and things. But if you have oh questions, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely ask them. Uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up is... You know, it's one thing when our reality gets shattered from how we were brought up and our upbringing and, and, and all that. But then we have this whole thing going on with COVID. And it's not going to be the first time that something comes along in our reality that kind of blindsides us. What tools and tips, even for those of us who have been practicing spiritual practices, even for us, we could get blindsided. What tools do you have for guiding the unexpected when things come up to get back to center and to continue to express and, and work with that self-love through uncertain times? Well, for me, um, as you know, for everyone, we all experience um, this disruption in what we thought we knew differently. And certainly um, my business was affected, my you know, connections to other people, everything was affected everything. And it, it, it felt like we were, you know, like I was on a raft in the middle of the ocean with no horizon in sight. And I really had to go silent. And going silent for me means tuning inward, grounding myself, not absorbing the noise that was going on, because, you know, it can get really noisy, whether that's on social media or conversations that people are having. And finding your own voice will help you find your direction. And I would tell people finding your own voice means for, for a time when you feel comfortable reconnecting with people and not isolating, you know, that's very different, but getting silent. And that might mean pockets of time. That might mean um, a day or two, whatever feels comfortable for you, just get silent so you can really get in tune to what is going on and what you're telling yourself. I always tell people, pay attention to what you're thinking, what you're feeling, and the behavior that comes from those thoughts and feelings, because that will give you an indication of what may need an adjustment. Yeah. And if the thought process is, is creating a feeling within you that is creating a behavior that you just don't want to experience at that particular time, and that's where the examination and getting silent could be supportive to you. Um, and that's not true for all. That's what helped me but also knowing that we were all designed for connection, every single one of us. And so we've had to figure out a different way in which to connect. As a massage therapist, a Reiki master, I love to put my hands on people, I just do. It's how <laughs> I absorb information. Um, and not being able to do that was very difficult for me. But what it has challenged me to do is to tap into those other parts of myself that I may not have been aware of. Um, now, as a Reiki master, I am aware of healing that can happen where you don't have to be in physical proximity to someone. But I had no idea how my words have now become more important. The prayers in which I share with other, other individuals, the language in which I use, you know, everything that I am creating within me that I am now sharing 
has a different meaning because that is the way that we are connecting. And um, we talked earlier, you know, we might be all zoomed out, but it's what we have. And so let's use it. Let's use it as an opportunity to connect with one, uh, one another on a deeper level um, and just show up, just show up um, as we are and be vulnerable enough to say what's really going on with us, you know, not living behind the mask of, I just, you know, I don't want to burden anyone because everybody's going through it. It's like, we have this co connective collective experience, you know, now may be the time and the opportunity for us to share at a greater, deeper, more profound level than we ever did before. I love that. And for people who the silence is awkward, because that was me when I started to meditate and uh, we call it monkey mind. All this stuff is mm -hmm. like flying through our heads and we just can't get centered. What I found was meditation is like, um, a field in the wintertime and the boulders get heaved. So all the places where you are perceiving yourself to be broken, all the places where you've judged yourself uh, or did something unloving to yourself or to another, those are all things under the consciousness that when you start to become silent, they start coming to the surface and the ego goes, whoa, I don't wanna deal with any of that. Mm -hmm. and, and so if, if you want to go back to, I have a, a stream that I did on my 15 year sobriety date, which was just on the ninth. Uh, and I went over this little acronym. I accidentally put it up earlier. So I guess spirit wanted to talk about it anyway, right. but, but it's as I forgive me. And it is like a process of going within to identify those boulders so you can transform. So you can get to the suns. Cause normally that is one, we live in a very busy society. So just like calming down. But the other part is just identify all the stuff that the ego is not wanting to look at. And then once you have, you can settle into the silence so much more easily uh, yeah. than not. And let's see, the fake Andrew also offering, finding acceptance of being gone with the gone with the wind or riding waves and finding excitement for possibilities when doors shut, opportunities rise. Absolutely, this whole pandemic has created so many possibilities and opportunities for people like myself and Yolanda connect, to connect to offer classes in a different way. Our shaman uh, program that I've run for since 2016, first time ever we did it virtually. We have people in the class from California, Arizona, from Maryland, all over the country. And it's like, it's given so much more availability to people to share their knowledge and their wisdom that the potential for the world to now start to exponentially change because of this information sharing, I think is huge because you and I would never have connected uh, never, before the pandemic never. would have never crossed paths because we would have been so rooted in the physical you know right. what's close to me who can get to me i'm on the east coast you're in the midwest we would have stayed in our pockets <laughs> so so to speak and you know i certainly don't want to diminish anyone's experience that they have had with covid and i know that we are all experiencing it differently some are feeling that they will never come out of this or they won't be able to feel grounded. And what I would offer is to take whatever information is springing up within you and take a deeper look at it and examine it um, for, the, for the possibility, for the opportunity. Um, I never would have been, if anyone would have told me that this is what I would be doing, <laughs> 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I'd be like, you're crazy. What are you talking about? Me talking in front of people? You know, that, that's not what I do. If anyone would have told me that I literally would be touching people for a living, me, the person who didn't, you know, like to hug or touch anyone, and that's where I absorb a lot of energy now, if anyone would have told me that, I would have thought they were talking about someone else. And it's because of the things that I determined broke me that led me here talking to you. If anything had happened differently, I wouldn't be here. 
I wouldn't be doing this work. One little thing, change differently. My choice, change differently, would not have me here. And this is a good place to be. Um, Absolutely. So, and, and the, I want to thank you so much for this opportunity um, that we have, that has been born out of COVID um, for you to be giving this platform to so many different individuals who are showing up as themselves in ways that they never imagined. Who could have ever imagined that this is where we would be um, in this time in, in the world? And yeah, let's look at the opportunities that we can create. Yeah. An invitation for all of you. I've given this acronym many times before when Spirit gave me this acronym for COVID, just putting it up for a moment. When COVID what if COVID-19 is the Earth's way of making us all stop for a moment to COVID as an acronym, as a verb, create opportunities via intuiting divinity? And really, what world would we create if we were all in touch with the divine? And that's the invitation for everyone to find the bless in the mess of all this craziness that's happened over the last year and what new possibilities could truly be created. Uh, any final words of wisdom uh, before we play the, the exit video here and, and thank everybody for joining us. If, if this was the only time that they're ever gonna watch you, what's one the one thing you would really want them to walk away with that has the ability to change everything? I have been saying it um, since last weekend and even before in different ways, but there's nothing wrong with you. There is absolutely nothing wrong with you. There is a whole lot of things. Everything about you is right. Everything that you are experiencing is information for you. And we're just here for a little while. This human experience is temporary. Spirit is always. So let's get all of the information that we can gather, connect with one another and support one another in love. Um, love yourself in ways that you, you know, may not have done so before. We all want supernatural love, but we may not want to go through the supernatural things that are going to lead us to that love. So I would say, you know, che check in where you feel wrong, look at it a different way, and recognize and realize that that is also the ultimate expression of love. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love that. And Jennifer, just tuning in. Love that. Thank you for the reminder. You're welcome, Jennifer. Thank you for tuning in. Mike, just joining us. You just dismissed it all, Mike. You're going to have to go back and head it, catch it on the replay. <laughs> but you can connect with Yolanda at her website, which is www.yolandatool.com. The E is silence, yolandatool.com. And at Instagram at Yolanda Evolves. And all that is in the description for the video. Uh, thank you so much for being on. I cannot wait to have you on for part two. I can't wait either, Hank. Um, this has been such a blessing and I uh, encourage everyone to continue to connect with you. Please, I invite you to connect with me and connect anywhere you're, it's going to make your spirit sing. Absolutely. Thank you so much. We'll catch you next time, everyone. Thanks for joining us today for the show. The Sonic Shaman is part of the Emergence of Being Contributor Network. Visit emergenceofbeing.com to learn about all the contributors and learn about our services and upcoming events. Please take a moment to subscribe to the channel. You can contribute to the show by supporting our efforts and sharing our content with those you care about and those who need it most.